Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Monday the 14th of February or the 13th of Adar 1. This week we are in a parasha called Kitisa, and that means when you count. And uh, the scriptures from the Torah today is Exodus chapter 31 verse 18 through chapter 33 and verse 11. Before we start reading, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When he finished speaking with him on Mount Sinai, he gave Moshe the two tablets of the covenant, stone tablets written by the finger of God. When the people saw that Moshe delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aharon and said to him, Come, make us gods which shall go before us, for as for this Moshe, the man who brought us up out of the land of Mitzrayim, we do not know what has become of him. Aharon said to them, Take off the golden rings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them to me. All the people took off the golden rings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. He received what they handed him, fashioned it with an engraving tool, and made it a molded calf. Then they said, These are your gods, Israel, which brought you up out of the land of Mitzrayim. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. They rose up early on the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. The Lord spoke to Moshe, Go, get down, for your people whom you brought up out of the land of Mitzrayim have corrupted themselves. They have turned away quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molded calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, Israel, which brought you up from the land of Mitzrayim. And the Lord said to Moshe, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore leave me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make of you a great nation. Then Moshe begged the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people that you have brought out of the land of Mitzrayim with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians talk, saying, He brought them out for evil, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the surface of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath, and turn away from this evil against your people. 
Remember, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the evil which he said he would do to his people. Then Moshe returned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand, tablets that were written on both their sides. They were written on one side and on the other. The tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, engraved on the tablets. Now when uh, Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moshe, There is the noise of war in the camp. But he said, It is not the voice of those who shout for victory. It is not the voice of those who cry for being overcome, but the noise of those who sing that I hear. As soon as he came near to the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing. Then Moshe's anger grew hot, and he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them beneath the mountain. He took the calf which they had made and burnt it with fire, ground it to powder and scattered it on the water and made the sons of Israel drink it. Moshe said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you have brought a great sin on them? Aaron said, Do not let the anger of my Lord grow hot. You know the people, that they are set on evil. For they said to me, Make us gods which shall go before us. As for this Moshe, the man who brought us up out of the land of Mitzrayim, we do not know what has become of him. And I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let them take it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. When Moshe saw that the people were out of control, for Aaron had let them lose control, causing derision among their enemies. Then Moshe stood in the gate of the camp and said, Whoever is on the side of the Lord, come to me. All the sons of Levi gathered themselves together to him. He said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Every man put his sword on his thigh and go back and forth from gate to gate throughout the camp, and every man kill his brother and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. So the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moshe. About three thousand men fell of the people that day. And Moshe said, Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, for every man was against his son and against his brother, that he may give you a blessing today. On the next day, Moshe said to the people, You have sinned a great sin. Now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I shall make atonement for your sin. Moshe returned to the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made themselves gods of gold. Yet now, if you will, forgive their sin, and if not, please blot me out of your book which you have written. But the Lord said to Moshe, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place of which I have spoken to you. Behold, my angel shall go before you. 
Nevertheless, in the day when I punish, I will punish them for their sin. Then the Lord struck the people because of what they did with the calf which Aaron made. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, Depart, go up from here, you and the people that you have brought up out of the land of Mitzrayim, to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, saying, I will give it to your offspring. I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Go to a land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go up among you, for you are a stiff-necked people, lest I consume you on the way. When the people heard this evil word, they mourned, and no one put on his jewelry. For the Lord had said to Moshe, Tell the sons of Israel, you are a stiff-necked people. If I were to go up among you for one moment, I would consume you. Now therefore, take off your jewelry from you, that I may know what to do to you. So the sons of Israel stripped themselves of their jewelry from Mount Horeb onward. Now Moshe used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, far away from the camp, and he called it the Tent of Meeting. Everyone who sought the Lord went out to the Tent of Meeting, which was outside the camp. And it came to pass, when Moshe went out to the tent, that all the people rose up and stood everyone at their tent door, and watched Moshe until he had gone into the tent. When Moshe entered into the tent, the pillar of cloud descended, stood at the door of the tent, and the Lord spoke with Moshe. All the people saw the pillar of cloud stand at the door of the tent, and all the people rose up and worshipped, everyone at their tent door. Thus the Lord spoke to Moshe face to face, as a man speaks to his friend. He turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tent. That was Exodus, or in Hebrew, Shemot, thirty-one eighteen through thirty-three eleven. Now our portion from the prophets is today Second Kings chapter seven. Elisha said, "Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says." Tomorrow about this time a seah of fine flour will be sold for a shekel and two seahs of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then the captain on, the, on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord made windows in heaven, could this thing be? He said, Behold, you will see it with your eyes but will not eat of it. Four men with Sarat were at the entrance to the gate, and they said to one another, Why do we sit here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we will die there. If we sit still here, we will also die. Now therefore, come and let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we will live, and if they kill us, we will only die. So they rose up in the twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. 
when they had come to the outermost part of the camp of the Syrians, behold, no man was there. For the Lord had made the army of the Syrians to hear the sound of chariots and the sound of horses, even the noise of a great army. And they said to one another, Behold, the king of Israel has hired against us the king, the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their donkeys, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. When these men with Sarath came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried away silver, gold, and clothing, and went and hid it. Then they came back and entered into another tent, and carried things from there also, and went and hid them. Then they said to one another, We are not doing right. Today is a day of good news, and we keep silent. If we wait until the morning light, punishment will overtake us. Now therefore come, let us go and tell the king's household. So they came and called to the city gatekeepers, and they told them, We came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was no man there, not even a man's voice, but the horses tied, and the donkeys tied, and the tents as they were. He called the gatekeepers, and they told it to the king's household within. And the king arose in the night and said to his servants, I will now show you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we are hungry. Therefore they have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, When they come out of the city, we shall take them alive and get into the city. One of his servants answered, Please let some people take five of the horses that remain, which are left in the city. Behold, they are like all the multitude of Israel who are left in it. Behold, they are like all the multitude of Israel who are consumed. Let us send and see. Therefore the king, therefore they took two chariots with horses, and the king sent them out to the Syrian army, saying, Go and see. And they went after them to the Yarden, and behold, all the path was full of garments and equipment, which the Syrians had cast away in their haste. The messengers returned and told the king. The people went out and plundered the camp of the Syrians. So a seah of fine flour was sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel, according to the word of the Lord. The king appointed the captain on whose hand he leaned to be in charge of the gate, and the people trampled over him in the gate, and he died, as the man of God had said, who spoke when the king came down to him. So it happened as the man of God had spoken to the king, saying, Two seahs of barley for a shekel, and a seah of fine flour for a shekel, shall be tomorrow about this time in the gate of Samaria. And that captain answered the man of God and said, Now behold, if the Lord made windows in heaven, might such a thing be? And he said, Behold, you will see it with your eyes, but you will not eat of it. It happened like that to him, for the people trampled over him in the gate, and he died. That was Second Kings chapter 7. Now our portion from the writings 
is Psalm 119, verse 49 through 72. Remember your word to your servant, because you gave me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has revived me. The arrogant mock me excessively, but I do not turn away from your Torah. I remember your ordinances of old. O Lord, I have comforted myself. Indignation has taken hold of me because of the wicked who forsake your Torah. Your statutes have been my songs in the house where I live. I have remembered your name, Lord, in the night, and I obey your Torah. This is my way that I keep your precepts. The Lord is my portion. I promised to obey your words. I sought your favor with my whole heart. Be merciful to me according to your word. I considered my ways and turned my steps to your statutes. I will hurry and not delay to obey your mitzvot. The ropes of the wicked bind me, but I will not forget your Torah. At midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous ordinances. I am a friend of all those who fear you, of those who observe your precepts. The earth, Lord, is full of your loving kindness. Teach me your statutes. Do good to your servant according to your word, Lord. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your mitzvot. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I observe your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The proud have smeared a lie upon me. With my whole heart I will keep your precepts. Their heart is as callous as the fat, but I delight in your Torah. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The Torah you have spoken is better to me than thousands of pieces of gold and silver. That was Psalm 119, verses 49 through 72. And now we have arrived at our final reading of scriptures for today from the Apostolic Writings. And we will read from Yohanan or John, chapter 12, verse 1 through verse 25. Then, six days before Pesach, Yeshua came to Bethany where Lazar was, who had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. So they made him a supper there. Martha served, but Lazar was one of those who sat at the table with him. Therefore Miriam took a pound of ointment of pure nard, very precious, and anointed the feet of Yeshua, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the ointment. Then Yehuda Iscariot, Shimon's son, one of his disciples, who would betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief, and having the money box used to steal what was put into it. But Yeshua said, 
Leave her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For you always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. A large crowd, therefore, of the Judeans learned that he was there, and they came, not for Yeshua's sake only, but that they might see Lazar also, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief Kohanim conspired to put Lazar to death also, because on account of him many of the Judeans went away and believed in Yeshua. On the next day a great multitude had come to the feast. When they heard that Yeshua was coming to Jerusalem, they took the branches of the palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hoshiana, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Yeshua, having found a young donkey, sat on it. As it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king comes, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Yeshua was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written about him and that they had done these things to him. The multitude, therefore, that was with him when he called Lazar out of the tomb and raised him from the dead was testifying about it. For this cause also the multitude went and met him, because they heard that he had done this sign. The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, See how you accomplish nothing. Behold, the world has gone after him. Now there were certain Greeks among those that went up to worship at the feast. These therefore came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we want to see Yeshua. Philip came and told Andrew, and in turn Andrew came with Philip, and they told Yeshua. But Yeshua answered them, saying, The time has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Amen, amen, I tell you. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains by itself alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it to eternal life. That was Yohanan or John 12:1 through 25. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this cycle, you will also read Hebrews chapter 2 today. And that was all of our reading of Scriptures today. I pray that the Word of God will give you strength and encouragement and speak to you as you meditate on it during your day. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.